This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is On the Block. I'm Austin Norman. He is Eric Strickland. Stricky, we were just talking about Aaron Rodgers' injury, what it means for the Jets, and maybe some, some other teams in the AFC playoff picture. Um, the other big debate that always comes with injuries like this, turf versus grass. Seems like the majority of, of athletes that were asked about it or that chose to comment on it said they'd much rather play on grass. You know, at the end of the day, does it make that big a difference? I mean, the grass does have some form of a giveaway a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little softer. So as you plant and do different things that, that little give into the soil or depending on mm-hmm. uh, how hard it is or whatever, they try to do a good job of keeping it um, wet uh, so that it will allow for the, a lot of this give. But um, I, I would always say that turf was better. I I personally am blessed to have gotten out with no major injuries to my knees. Cause when I was in high school, we used to play on a tartan floor, Ooh. which is, you know, that rubber yeah. kind of a floor and it was nasty. And so knowing that that's the case, uh, I, I understand that surfaces do matter. Those give surfaces mm-hmm. are way better on you than those surfaces that just don't have that. Which is interesting to keep in mind too. Stanford, Nebraska tonight, like you mentioned, um, takes place on Stanford's basketball court. A little tougher surface than what Nebraska volleyball plays on the, the Terraflex, which is kind of the way. The, the rebuttal I would have to the people that say, you know, grass is absolutely the way to go 100%. I totally get why the players, you know, say grass, even if it is, you know, more costly to maintain and it's harder to keep up. I get why teams would want to go that route. Ask Nebraska players about playing in the grass at Purdue. It seemed like every year Nebraska went there, there was a serious knee-ending injury. Maybe that was just a fluke. Maybe it was just coincidence. Mm. But that happens, right? Look at Northwestern, how bad their field gets by the end of the year. Soldier Field in Chicago. You can't tell me anyone enjoys playing on that surface yeah. after it gets you know muddy and slushy. So, you know, maybe they'd rather play ugly football than get hurt, which, which I totally understand. But... I don't think just automatically going to grass is the answer because it's not all on the surface. Sometimes crap just happens. Yeah, I mean, that, that I is know. true. I, I think that is true. Um, that would be an interesting debate to kind of just look at the numbers, just go mm-hmm. over the years and see. I mean, because there's different types of turf. The turfs that are they have now, they do have a spongy, softer kind of feel to it. It's artificial, but it is kind of a softer, grassier feel. So I think the technology of it's gotten better. It's just, it's hard to say. It really is, Austin. It's just really hard to, mm-hmm. to dictate unless you go and just really kind of do a, a breakdown and look at the numbers as a whole. It's, it's, it's tough to imagine because some people do have a preference. Some actually like and prefer playing on turf than they do on, you know, the grass. So mm-hmm. it, it just depends on how you view it and how you look at it. Let's look at the rest of the NFL schedule. Plenty else went on over a busy Sunday 
Uh, text line 402-464-5685. Let us know the most notable game to you. Which one stood out? Strike. Let's just go back to Sunday night. Not that long ago. Dallas plays at the Giants. Same field that the, the Jets and the Bills were playing on last night. Dallas romp. 40 to nothing. Huge first half. They sacked Daniel Jones uh, seven times. A few turnovers. Pitch a shutout. The Giants looked terrible. Dallas looked like world beaters. I didn't see that one coming. I didn't either. Um, but I actually watched that game, and I will have to say that they freaking looked amazing on defense. Mm-hmm. Like, their defense, I, I, I don't know. It was like they were possessed. They, they, they were hawking, running. I mean, the way that they handled themselves in the secondary, the way that they merged the sacks, it wasn't just from Micah Parsons. It was from, like, mm-hmm. all, other, all, all over the place. Other people were just getting the job done. I, I, I was impressed. I was quite surprised, and I think Dak did his thing. The running back crew, there was, you know, all of them Turpin. Um, um, Pollard. Pollard, and then there was uh, one other that got in there. Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn. Uh-huh. That's right. So you got to see them work a lot of different – combinations and it was it was actually pretty uh, fun to see I knew the Cowboys had talent I wasn't willing to believe them and here's the thing the Giants as well as the Vikings who lost to Tampa Bay Trey Palmer catches the the go-ahead touchdown made it 17-10 for Tampa Bay both the Giants and the Vikings were due for some regression mm-hmm. I didn't realize all of it was going to hit the Giants week one Daniel Jones had had no time to throw because of that Cowboys pass rush um the fumble by Saquon came at a really bad time yeah. Just, was just that weather-related? You think it was just weather? To some degree. Yeah, to mm-hmm. some degree, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they both were playing under it. It just seemed right. like it just seemed like there was nothing that can go right for them, right? Even when they Not made them fumble, it was like like Zach Martin, I think, was right there to get it. I mean, yeah. it was like yeah. they just couldn't get a break. That, and it just Sometimes it's like that. Mike McCarthy feeling good about calling plays again. Um, you and I could have called – well, you definitely yeah. could have. I, they might have even been yeah. able to get away with it with me calling the plays, <laughs> given how that was going. Um Let's move to uh, the afternoon slate on Sunday. couple surprising games featuring Los Angeles teams to me. The Chargers had the Dolphins on the ropes. They charge her yet again, give up a late lead. Uh, props to the Dolphins. We talked about them a little bit. But the Rams lay it on the Seahawks. Again, another one I didn't see coming. No yeah. Cooper Cup. Matthew Stafford still you know, looked like a top 10 quarterback in this game. The Rams' defense looked look younger and quicker than I gave it credit for. Maybe Seattle was just just off after a long offseason. Hard to use that as an excuse because everyone, you know, had the same offseason. But I don't know if I was more shocked by how poor Seattle looked or just how good the Rams looked. No, I mean, it, it looked like a resurgence, you know, for them. They, they didn't have the guys that you would normally expect them to have, but then Puka Nakua mm-hmm. and then tattoo at well <laughs> what great <laughs> names they've got right there um like puka ends up with 15 targets 15. so so guys probably you didn't really think or rely on some of their best guys like you said cooper cup not really being there he was able to find other guys and uh they got it done in the running game in the red zone and they didn't have to rely on having to have mm-hmm. those guys that probably aren't in those positions that uh, to try to make plays in the red zone that normally guys like Cooper Cup or somebody else would make. or mm-hmm. So uh, that's tough. It's not an easy atmosphere to go up there. DK Metcalf, not very well on a show up. Um, you know, Smith and Jigba, not really. Tyler Lockett, who's been consistent for them, nothing there. 
Um, then you wonder, you know, is it Geno Smith? I can't say that for sure. I, you know, it, it, it's they tried to do what they do, try to establish the run, try to then use the run to create other things. It just mm-hmm. the game plan wasn't working. And then when you get down, it doesn't work to your favor. It is not. We talked on Friday about Detroit's win over Kansas City. Uh, Chiefs fans, watch out. Travis Kelsey and uh, Taylor Swift have reportedly uh, quietly been hanging out. So keep keep that on your on your radar. You might see Taylor Swift at a Chiefs game at some point. Um, but the rest of the NFC North, we mentioned Minnesota losing to Tampa Bay. The other two teams played each other, Green Bay and the Bears. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I expected a little bit more out of the Bears. I know that they, they got the would. number one pick last year for a reason. They're still not a great team. I expected more from them, and I expected Jordan Love to look rough. I was actually impressed with how he managed the game, made a couple nice throws when he had to, and that Packers defense did its thing again. Confidence. Right. Um, you're, you're at a point, you're not as young anymore, you're not as immature anymore. You got a chance to learn from one of the best to do a four-time MVP. Um, he moves on. It's your show now. Uh, you go through and have a pretty good, solid um, camp and – and exhibition season, and and now you're the guy. The light shines on you, and 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 it's like now you're prepared for the spotlight. It's kind of like an actor who shows up in the first first time without without uh, acting lessons in school and just thinks that he can get it done, like me. Um, and and then you realize that you know ten takes later, twelve takes later, uh, I need some work, and I've got to really put in the time, the effort, the work. I got to be a listener and not just because the ego sometimes can. can keep you from becoming everything that you need to be to be the best part of you for the Mm -hmm. team and and I think those lessons that were learned it looks like he's applying it he had a solid game 15 for 27 solid and and uh just just all around great game for for the uh the Green Bay Packers to get the season started you know Justin Fields you know it is what it is for a young young quarterback coming in in his first big game so you know just hopefully they'll keep keep learning and growing same thing for Bryce Young I was just going to say let's talk about the rookie quarterbacks none of them win uh the Falcons beat the Panthers final score 24 to 10 Houston loses to Baltimore 25 to 9 my Colts put up probably the best fight 31 21 they lose to Jacksonville what did you see out of those young quarterbacks did did you like what you saw were you concerned about anything from them where are you at with uh young Stroud and Richardson um It, it 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 it's what's expected, I think. Sure. Um, it's not like they've gone to a uh, a perennial dominant team, and and this is where I this is where I make the comparison. Um, you would like to say it could have been different if he would have maybe been with Cincinnati, and you have like a T Higgins and you have a Jamar Chase. Um, but I think for what their experience is for their first game, it's all right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think they'll. You know, I, I think they'll continue to work. I think they'll get better. Um, I, I, I'm not disappointed in them because it's still way too much. It's way too early. So you can't really judge them upon what you first see. I just think mm-hmm. that in time, due time will tell. I think by the time we get to week five, week six, I think we'll have a better understanding. 
I thought uh, I'm not trying to be a homer here. I thought Richardson looked the best. I think the game plan was made simple enough for him. I mean, he basically only threw to the right side of the field. Uh, Nate Tice, who does a lot of football analysis, put that out. I think four or five throws outside the left hash is all Anthony Richardson had to make. One of them, his first touchdown was a screen that Michael Pittman, you know, did mm-hmm. the work on. The interception he threw to end the game, I didn't, I didn't like. That's, I think, a bit of a force of a throw. Maybe put some more touch on it, gets there, but I still don't think so. But he was able to run the ball um, with some effectiveness, scored a rushing touchdown. Stroud was fine. I just don't think there's a lot around him in the receiving yeah. court down yeah. in Houston. Yeah. It, it's a lot it's on be his a shoulders. There's going to be a lot of growing pains there. Right. And the two interceptions from Bryce Young, again, that's a guy that I think was pressing. Just trying to do yeah. a little bit too much, kind of like he had to at Alabama last year, where he didn't have the receiving help that you know Mac Jones had or that Tua Tagovailoa had. Mm-hmm. I think we saw a little bit of that pressing from Bryce Young, but like you said, nothing for me to worry about. Yeah. On the flip side, Joe Burrow, uh, woof, fourteen of thirty-one for eighty-two yards. Whoa. Not like Deshaun Watson was much better in in the rain that was going on out in Cleveland, but. Yikes, Joe Burrow. This is a trend. He starts last year off with four interceptions. He starts this year off with like two yards, two and a half yards per completion. It didn't look good at all. Um, He didn't look in sync at all. Then you have to ask the question, is there some form of complacency setting in? This is a in-state rivalry game. Jamar Chase called him elves. (laughs) uh, I mean, it it, it is what it is. I mean, totally T. Higgins is a no-show. Eight targets a donut that is not good and if that continues we call this that team, a Kadarius oh Tony. my gosh if this team if that continues with this team it's going to be a lot of trouble they're not going to be any good and I think you're going to start hearing a lot of buzzwords going on then decisions are going to be made as to you know still what's next um you still got to say Jamar is the guy I mean you know but still, I think that freaking Cleveland Browns defense showed up, bro. Miles Garrett was toying. With oh that my gosh, line. man! It was it was just a total decimation. And I mean, they were hitting, and they were letting it be known that you know we're going to be here for a while. So uh, don't get it twisted. We're going to be here. Absolutely. Some other kind of eyebrow raising results. Washington struggled with Arizona. I was kind of surprised the Commanders were able to put that game away as poorly as they were playing. Philadelphia struggles at New England, but then you have to remind yourself straight. They lost both coordinators. Is mm-hmm. Philly still the favorite? Did Dallas do enough to supplant them in the NFC? We are you at with that NFC East? I still think it's too early, but you're right. There's there's an adjustment period. Um, I don't think we none of us believe that the Patriots probably were going to be dominant, but they hang in there. And, sure and anytime you hang in there, especially at home, you give yourself a chance. I think it just shows that they had um, resilience to go ahead and finish off the game, regardless of how close it was. Um, I think in due time, they'll probably just continue to feel each other out and get to a point where hopefully they'll be able to um, show and prove a little bit more of that strength. Um, defense is still pretty good, though. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's something to rely on. They've got some great weapons. Uh, A.J. Brown still had a solid game, you know, 7 for 79. I mean, it's, it's all a good start. I think, it'll, I think it'll continue to get better. Speaking of a good start, I know we have some fans of this team on the text line. So before I get yelled at, let me sneak this in here. The Niners go to Pittsburgh and dominate. 30-7, to seven, Brock Purdy, again, looked the part. Not super special, but two touchdowns to Brandon Ayuk. Uh, buck 50 on the ground from Christian McCaffrey. San Francisco, we knew was going to be talented. The Steelers' offense, though, with Matt Canada, has been garbage, has been doo-doo, 
And I get it, you're going up against the Niners, but to only score seven points for Najee Harris to do nothing all game, yikes, yeah. Steelers. Yeah, it's not very good. And and they they were bad last year too. Um but it's in that rebuild phase, right? right. Kenny Pickett is you know, they they still gotta make a decision as to figuring out whether or not he's gonna be the guy because this next this next group that's gonna be coming out, this next quarterback group, there there's a lot of guys that are gonna have to make some serious decisions about what direction they're going to go as far as with their teams. So um we'll just take a look and just hopefully figure out whether or not um, it's going to work to their benefit as far as what they're going to bring in, what areas do they need to improve at, mm-hmm. or do we need to go in a different direction. And, and that, that's, that's, this is going to be a tough season for the Steelers this year. He's Eric Strickland. I'm Austin Norman. We're playing the shootout with Strick right now. Call now, 402-464-5685. 30 bucks to Buffalo Wings and Rings is the prize for you if you can beat Strick in trivia. I'll give you a hint. It's NFL-themed. That's all you get. That's your trivia. 30 bucks, Buffalo Wings and Rings, if you beat Strick by calling 402-464-5685. We'll play the shootout next. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.